I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next breakout rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Card Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. Today's episode, we have a lot to get into, no different than every other week. We're going to start with what's on your mind. We will get into the Net Pro cards releasing this week. Tyler wants to bring up Manchester United. I know he's excited for that. Football is starting here very, very soon. The Mickey Mantle card is already at 8 million or over 8 million, I think Jay said. We'll talk about that planning a trip to columbus and then of course play of the week so a lot to uh a lot to get into today but we will start with what's on your mind lou we'll uh we'll start with you today what's on your mind okay um hello everyone i hope everyone's having a good week i know it's wednesday i know it's like you know end of summer you're getting ready for football season so i just know what that feels like and i want you to know that fall is here and it's great vibes so i'm happy for everyone you could smell you could smell the crispy leaves you know i want you to hear that and i want you to feel it anyway what's on my mind today I think that we have to address the Kellen Mond situation. I think Ryan accidentally caught himself in a take that Kellen Mond was going to play this year for the for the Vikings, and he might not even make the team. Which I said. Yeah, it's definitely the take wasn't at Kellen Mond. It got turned into Ryan's like a big Kellen Mond guy. That's not the take. <laughs> Kellen Mond stinks. I was pretty open about that last time. I think the take was more, and not saying it's a good take, but I think the take was more like, I don't believe in Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins upside is just like, you know what it is. It's like, it's just, it's Kirk Cousins. And then I posted that on my story and got like a million DMs about like Kirk Cousins stats and like tags and Kirk Cousins going to be in MVP races this year. And now I'm just all like, go Kirk Cousins like that's kind of where we're we're at at this point because saw a lot of uh saw a lot of Kirk Cousins numbers this weekend I'm like well Kirk he's pretty good he's better than Ryan Tannehill for sure fact for certified fact for sure it's also unfortunate because Kellen Mond also got caught up in that like whole hobby thing where like people were like trying to say that he was going to start and it happened like right at that same time yeah unfortunate I know because I was like I don't want nothing to do with that I don't think Kellen Mond is good um but I definitely I definitely am not uh, a big Kirk Cousins guy. So, but doing a little bit more digging, yeah, it was uh, just a bad take, and it's, it happens. Uh, yeah, you just. Hate I just to wanted see to make sure we get it out there. Yeah, I hate to see it for sure. I mean, like, it happens, but like, you kind of also were saying Kellen Mond might be starting in week seven. Uh, I the question was if the Vikings go zero and six with Kirk Cousins, would somebody else be in? Yes, Kellen Mond would be in if they went zero and six. That was my take. They got Nick Mullins and they have another backup. They do. Uh, they're yeah, on the they're, market for once. Yeah, Mannion, Sean Mannion said so like that. Nick Mullins <laughs> is going to come in and compete with Sean Mannion and Kellen Mond for the backup. I don't just don't know why you get Nick Mullins for a picks if you're going to keep Kellen Mond. Like it seems like that could happen. No. Well, no, it seems like more Mannion and and Mullins would be battling for a roster spot. I don't think they're going to cut Kellen Mond. They just drafted him. You th- then what would you trade for Mullins for? Like, didn't they give up conditional picks for him? They gave up like a seventh round pick. It's basically nothing. 
I think they'll keep three quarterbacks. They're not going to cut Kalamon. They just drafted him. I think we've addressed the Kalamon situation. Yeah, I'm tired of talking about Kalamon. Please don't ever make it. Yeah, we don't have to. I mean, I was just wrapping up the opinion. Yeah, let's talk about something else. Ryan? Um, What's on my mind? Football. Starting real soon. Ready for football. Um, You know, we're a month away. I mean, not even a month. I think it's like three weeks. But just for easy point of this conversation, we'll say a month from NFL football, college football, and uh, F1 all on the same weekend. Excited for that. Ready for uh, full weekends of sporting events. I mean, and the best part about football is like you got football on throughout the week too, right? Like you got Monday night football, Thursday night football. Yeah. Doesn't the Mac play on Wednesdays? Yeah, they they play. They got sports on every day of the week football for the next like four months. Every day. So excited for that. Ready for football. Yeah. It's crazy that we're uh, almost to the end of summer already and that it's August and, you know, fall is going to be here before you know it. What's on my mind? There's a lot on my mind. Yesterday, Manchester United, big three points. Needed an necessary three points. Are you asking for one? Do you need me to hold? No, I'm just counting. Got it. Oh, you're doing, you're throwing the count up? Uh, felt good to be back at MetLife Jet Life Stadium last night. Yes. The boys. You guys went? Buzz I did not go, but they went. Lou wasn't there. We were there. We made like a halftime exit, um, if I'm being you know honest and fair. I mean, there's nothing going on. It's it was the place was dead. Yeah, there it was, was nobody. But Desmond Ritter, Vayner sports client, he's looking like a professional quarterback, I must say. I'm taking next week off of work, but I'll be here for card talk. Good for you, Ty. excited about it. Little, Good for you. pre-Labor Day, pre-fall focus. And I'm trying to get like rye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're oh. not trying to be like me. Don't do that. I'm trying to get like rye. See, I see the rye shoulders. And I'm going to just jump the gun. But it sounds like we, uh, we're locking in Columbus. Yeah. And then the last thing that's on my mind is how do I persuade Ryan, because Lou's not coming, oh. to come to London. Because I think I'm going to go to that show at the end of October. I think I'm going to go over to London. Yeah, I I don't think that's going to be a lot of persuading. I'm like seriously debating it. It's a uh, Halloween weekend, right? So it's uh it is Ohio State Penn State that weekend. Oh, but we could maybe watch it in London. In London together, to car talk live from London. Turning up, that would be crazy. With a little Premier League match, I'm going to be so mad. A lot of chatter around. Yeah, maybe. But more focused on real football. Well, these all happen at different times. We can. <laughs> I know. I'm just. I'm night. just. I was waiting for you to say uh, something about football. Proper football. Yeah. No, I said proper football. Oral? You said real. Yeah. Proper football is understood. Uh, yeah. Okay. AKA real football. Team understood. AKA Brandon Aronson. AKA I might be making Brandon Aronson plays. AKA I am making Brandon Aronson plays. <laughs> If I'm being quite frank. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. So that's what's on my mind. I love it. A lot on Ty's mind. Like usual, we love it. Shout out to Ty. Can I make a quick statement? Yes. And I don't know if this is going to be like a bad thing to say. I don't think it is. Columbus. We're excited about Columbus. We're going to have a great time. More details to come. I think we're still hashing out a little bit of details, but we know what we're doing. I'm looking at hotels. I'm stunned by the volume of hotels in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> it's a big hotel city. I didn't know how big the city was, like in actuality. 
Yeah, I think, I mean, 14th largest city in the United States, fastest growing city in the Midwest, like, it's not, it's not bad, like. Yeah, no, I'm pumped. I didn't know how many, I, I can't believe how many options I have. I mean, we're not taking it to the little, like, the middle of nowhere. You don't understand that the way my brain works, if it's not the Tri-State area, I think it's like yeah. a small town. I can't help Understood. it. Understood. I get that. That's culture. I, I yeah. respect that. It's cool. I'm excited. Anyway. But we can talk about it. We can jump the gun a little bit. We're off what's yeah, on time. Now we're going to talk about what we just talked about. We're coming to Columbus. Car Talk takes Columbus. Mm-hmm. First weekend we're in October. In... Yep. Day at the shop. Thursday. Let's run through the whole thing. Little Thursday, Thursday night football. That might just be the, the guys and gals hang. A little settle. Maybe up. go to a bar. Tell people where we are. Yeah, we might let people know if they want to come out potentially. Um, Friday morning, car talk on the course. Yep. Lou's playing golf. Ryan's playing golf. I'm playing golf. Jay's playing golf. And we're going to set up some tea times. More details. We're going to have to get some swings in before we go. But if you're in Ohio and you're hearing this or watching this, Hit us in the comments with interest. If you're listening, shoot us an email. I'm probably not bringing my clubs. I'm, it's, it's probably more of a rental for me, to be frank. Okay. To be frank. We're playing golf, and then we're going to work at the shop. We're going to clock in. I can't wait. <laughs> Interns for the day at Car Collector 2 Shop. I want to be Brian for a day. Can I be Brian? I want to just film Ryan Brian, all day. too. <laughs> After that, we're going to, I believe, to my understanding, do a little trade night. Working on it, yep. From there, we're going to hit the Ohio State Rutgers game on Saturday, a.k.a. the battle between Ohio and New Jersey. Huge. We're going to settle the debate once and for all with Ohio State versus Rutgers on the field, on the gridiron in Columbus. We're going to settle the debate. I think that's like a joke you're saying, but then like you might find yourself in a scenario where in the third quarter it's like it might be 21, tight. 21, 20 Rutgers, and you're like, wait, what's going on here? No, no. Hold on. Okay. Shout out to everybody in the Facebook group. I was looking in the Facebook group the other day, I was just browsing on there and saw a bunch of people commenting, just absolutely bearing you two about some of your takes about like New Jersey and, you know, how you just wanted to be yeah. from new york it was new jersey yeah. no that's not what i saw i mean i definitely read some of those and shout out to everybody in the facebook group man appreciate y'all yeah that was like the one time i wasn't gonna shout out the facebook group because i wasn't proud of my effort there um <laughs> i think we'll get back to that in the future unlikely but i love optimism so that's always good ty Fair tell enough. me uh tell me about these net pro cards i know you want to talk about those so i believe uh to my understanding they're coming out tomorrow. Like what, like day Jay, of release of what? Jay, Jay, come in. Or day like day of release for this episode, right? Jay's the journalist. Yes. On the case. When this comes out, I think it'll they'll be out. Jay has been talking, walking, cooking with the Nepro team. Obviously, this set is near and dear to Car Talk's heart. We're doing some work <laughs> with them through one thirty-seven p.m. Jay, what's the skinny? Yeah, so they're they have a bunch of different Alcaraz cards. They're not selling packs. They're not selling boxes. What they're doing is they're dropping it kind of similar to like the Topps Project twenty twenty, where like they're putting specific cards on sale. Um, that the right now the store is password protected, so I'm not sure how they're going to. They're being very secretive about it. I, I've been asking them, and they aren't really giving too many specifics, but. 
yeah, they're going to sell the cards individually. So at a certain time, you'll be able to log in. The store will be open. And I'm in, in my head, I can imagine like they're probably going to sell some of these cards. And this is a total guess, but a thousand bucks, maybe something like that. Like, who knows? But they have a piece of, you know, the, the RPAs, the Alcaraz RPAs have a piece of his, uh, I believe, the the uh, shirt that he wore at the French Open. And they cut they cut that shirt up. So like people's complaints about you know patches that they have no clue where they came from. That's not that's not an issue in, in this one. They're they're you know guaranteeing that it was worn um, you know in a uh, in a match in a big match. There's no form of checklist. It's not uh, yeah. So it seems like it's not going to be like a card release. It's it like they're doing an Alcaraz deal. Alcaraz rookie card. It's just Alcaraz. It's just Alcaraz, and they have other players, I believe, also they're going to release down the line, but this particular drop is just Alcaraz and they have a, the, the patch autos are to hundred. I believe they have an exact kind of replica of those 2003 Serena Williams cards where it has two patches of the, of, of her shirt. And also um, Federer, I believe was, uh, you know, from the 2003 set kind of iconic. So they're releasing a card that looks exactly like that of Alcaraz number 250, I believe. And then those autos that we've been posting pictures of and, and story and everything that that have the auto, the on card auto and the patch. Those are these are going to be clean. All right. Yeah. So, to my understanding, they're doing a direct to order Alcaraz ex- exclusive to Alcaraz set. What's interesting is I think if they're going to start doing if they're going to do singles only and they're not doing any releases at all. I think that I think at one point or another we might have talked about this at some point as something that might have been coming down the down the road where it's like it, they're only going to sell the hits and people only care about the hits anyway for the most part right like for the for the mass of buyers um, so it's interesting it's an interesting concept I'm excited to see it I will be sure to see what what the pricing comes in at because in the in the article that we wrote it's going up today they allude to. Like they're very aware of what happened to the pricing of the, um, the you know the two fifty five hundred x pricing on on some of the Serena cards and everything, and they were very open about that when when uh, Jacob interviewed them. Basically, said if you would have paid a thousand dollars for one of those Serena cards back in two thousand three, that you would have crushed it. You know, there's some they they talked about sales one hundred and seventy thousand dollars on some of these cards and everything. So. That's why in my head when I when I see quotes like that, I started thinking maybe they're going to sell them for a thousand dollars. Well, let's uh, let's play this game. Let's play over under on the numbered to one hundred Alcaraz RPA. What do we? Think what should it go sell? for, or what will they sell it for? What will they sell it for? No idea. I don't know anything about tennis. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't even have a comparison point for Alcaraz, so it's hard. I'm um, gonna go. What's it? What's it? Prices right rules is just, you can't you just have to if be you go under. over you're out yeah as long as you're I'm gonna go twelve fifty that's so much money man two hundred forty nine ninety nine you're talking about the retail price like on site on site two forty nine ninety nine right can I be honest if they sell them for two forty nine I'm buying as many as I can buy two hundred and fifty dollars that's yeah crazy so we're talking about the out of a hundred like the patch auto one yep on card yeah I would yeah. say probably like my my guess for how they price it is probably four ninety nine ninety nine. I'm gonna say a thousand dollars. I'm sticking with my. That's initial. a lot of money. I know, but I would, I would buy, I would buy a couple That's at that price. I think. I just don't think they want their first card release in a long time to be a thousand dollar RPA of one particular tennis player. I just 
I'm not in the tennis market enough, so I don't know it, right? So I can't give like a full full opinion on it. That just a thousand bucks seems steep. Ty, if they sell them for a thousand dollars and they sell out in a couple minutes, what do you think the resale would be on those on eBay? Like almost, I mean, it's I, I feel think, like they they're only a hundred. Uh, yeah, I think that's like a fair spot that they would land at. I really do. I think I, think I could see them. I could see them going for four hundred dollars on eBay. Like yeah, he's your Justin Herbert. He's your yeah, in I guess maybe that's the part me and Ryan aren't connecting on. It's yeah, like he's your you Joe Burrow. Yeah, I mean he's the young guy. If you if they put these if they put boxes out and there were a whole bunch of like non hits in those boxes and you spent a thousand dollars on a box, ripped it, and got one much of those Alcaraz to a hundred, you much different. A limitless box for a thousand is one. Yeah, thing. where I could also pull in one of one and out of five and out of ten out of twenty five, I could pull something better than that just to go buy one card, a card yeah. I would be comfortable hitting well, for a thousand dollars. Doesn't mean I want to go buy an individual yeah. card for a thousand bucks. It's a fair point. It'll be interesting. I'm gonna say it's a cool you. release. It's a cool release strategy. As like a re-entry point, right? Like I, you know, I mean, I think we've been talking about NetPro for a, a while on this show, but it's a cool re-entry point for them in terms of like, hey, limited supply, like very limited supply of just overall cards printed. So it's interesting. Agreed. All right, Thank you, Jay. Thanks, Jay. Good to see you, Jay. Ty, tell us, uh, I know we've done a lot of Ty Talk this morning. Maybe a new segment, Ty Talk. Ty Talk. Uh, I've been talking too much? No. No, just a lot of the topics are Ty related. Okay. And you usually have a little bit more uh, what's on your mind than Lou and I. So just a lot of of Ty Talk. But uh, Man U, it's on there. Yeah, Manchester United, just, you know, just a classic, played well. You know, got three points at home, Liverpool. That's classic? Like no, we've been we've been absolutely awful. Everyone thought we were going to get wrecked. There's a ten thousand person protest outside the stadium before the match. A really, ten thousand person protest? Holy cow! It's been a mess. We that seems like it was big news that we didn't know points. about. Yeah, people want glazers out. We had zero points through the first two <laughs> matches. We were playing Liverpool, who's been one of the stronger sides in the Prem for the last couple of years. Our rivals. And uh, we showed up. And guess who performed? My guys. My guys. Sancho. Shout out Sancho, who I said probably bad things about in the last two episodes. And my guy Rashford. Put in two goals and forward we go. You know, we go on from here. Ty, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Congrats on the win. Appreciate that. And also, two questions. I know we've talked about Pulisic before. He's still not starting. Yeah, he's cooked. I don't understand that. And then I also don't no understand. Trust. No trust for him? Yeah, the manager doesn't trust him. Because he pitch. doesn't deliver? Yeah. I mean, Blue, we were understand. made aware that like this might be like Pele. Yeah, we don't need to rehash that one, but like <laughs> we were led down a path to believe that he's Pulisic the was American Pele. version <laughs> of potentially him. Like he's the yeah, guy I mean, that fades <laughs> away. He is the trailblazer. Like, you know how people say, like, he's him? He like, Ty him. talked about Pulisic, he like, him. he was him. He is. You are not him. Just watch. He is not him. And then the other thing was... From right now, you'll remember. You'll know. 
Ty, you keep pushing all of your predictions down the road. Oh, like, how do you keep getting that's what these? Happens like, when the world comes MP, but he keeps saying MPJ comeback player 2029. Like he just won't let it die. I keep saying. First off, MPJ, I I got no take. Wait, can I ask my second question? Yeah. Um, Team USA soccer. How are we shaping up? I saw some some chatter online over the weekend because I think did Pulisic play against two Team USA members on a different squad? Are you, Over the weekend? You're not tapped in like that? No. <coughs> um, so if you go I'm trying to, to educate that this is like good for... If you go to 137pm.com, our latest article that should be published is why Americans should be rooting for... Actually, it's now the next oh, Leeds. article. Uh, why Americans should be watching Leeds United. So Leeds United... That's not the team is, Lou picked up, is it? I, no one no, told me this. I wish no. I knew this. Should I, do you think I can still switch or no? You can switch. It's like you got like one week. There's a win, one, one week, week window. window. We're like because... five weeks into this. Yeah, but something historic happened this past weekend. True. Something amazing happened. So the Leeds squad is owned by the consortium that owns the San Francisco 49ers. Same crew, same business. And a lot of Team there. USA members. Is that what it is? They bring in American manager, Jesse Marsh. MLS, you know, stalwart, real Americana player. He's their manager. People have been Ted Lassoing him up and down the pitch. But he's not really, he's, you know, he knows his, his footy. But he's like, I'm American. All right, I'm switching. They, we play tomorrow. You play tomorrow? Wow. And so uh, over the transfer window, they brought in two Americans. They always had this one dude, Jack Harrison, who is a not an American, is a Brit, but he came over to the U.S., got trained in footy in the U.S., played a little MLS, played college soccer, and then shit back over there. He was like their first homie. And then Wait, in the offseason, they hired this kid. Hired. They bought this kid, Brandon Aronson, who I just remember I said I was picking up his cards. Yeah. You got to see this highlight. So he's been playing well, and they brought in Tyler Adams. Brandon Aronson's a forward, plays for the U.S. men's national team. Tyler Adams is like a holding midfielder, and they just run everywhere. What do you mean? They're, they're not for the, the old, like, you know. But they're just fast, nice. like a lot of. They're, they just are grinders. They're, really? They're, they're the most annoying. Oh, that's my kind of squad. And they are just in your face, grinding, battling. This annoying. is my kind of squad. They're, they're on the pitch afterwards with American flags, and they beat Chelsea. With American flags? They're really going there. Like, oh yeah, this is my this is my squad. America. This is my squad for Man. sure. It's real. Lou gives me a lot so of Brandon stuff Erickson, for, uh, for switching teams, and I didn't even really switch. It's a fair switch. Like, Listen, Georgia to Michigan. I don't have Michigan roots. Georgia, you can't claim man. to have roots. You can't claim to have roots and then switch teams. I have no roots. I apologize to Sheffield. He's rootless. I was ru- I was rootless, and now I have roots. Yes, American roots. His roots. <laughs> I've discovered so my true. roots again. The roots have been bound right now. But you have to see this first goal. He closes down the goalie. I'm, I'm, steals I'm it from watching. the goalie. And then oh my god! Goes with the no look into the cage. Now, mind you, Brendan Aronson has oh a my younger god, brother. That's a fire move. Fire. Brendan Aronson has a younger brother named Paxton Aronson. On the real, like, if we're talking Bowman prospecting, tap in. Paxton that's what Aronson? I got. All right. Paxton Aaronson's actually. Does he have cards? Name too. I don't want to. I don't want to too far from cards. He does. They both have cards. 
I know what we're doing here. I know what we're talking about. Interesting. I don't know. I had a younger brother. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I, w- I want to give you guys enough pre- uh, time to prepare on this so Lou doesn't say, hey, like, I just sprung it on you guys. We're doing NFL predictions yeah, next week? Yeah, just in the next couple weeks, next week, we can talk about this. We can decide, but uh, definitely have to be doing the uh, NFL predictions here before too long. Um, understand. Yeah, I mean, next week is fine. Week after, we'll figure it out, but we're, what, 20 days away from football? So, yeah. I would say I'm as locked in on the NFL as I've ever been. Me so too. I'm ready to go. Me too. Ty, does your lock in on football have anything to do with the Yankees? Collapsing in front of my face. They suck. <laughs> it's been weeks since we talked about them on the show. The collapse is out of control. They're a little cold. Like I think they're like 20 games under 500 since the All-Star. Oh my goodness. They're terrible. Listen. Listen, guys. 22- this no one cares about baseball it, at all. Ty, would you say twenty twenty nine World Series champs? Listen, we're gonna get rid of Aaron Judge. I don't think you are. Listen, <laughs> we're gonna be all right. just push it down the road a couple <laughs> years, four years from now. We just beat the Mets last night, okay? So the Yankees are four and ten in their last six. As of That'd August twentieth, they were three and fourteen four since and the six trade in their deadline. Last 10, four and Hang, six in their last ten. Four Hang and on one second. Nine. Three and fourteen since the trade deadline as of three days ago. They're twenty-one and thirty since June twenty-fourth, and the Jays have made up nine and a half games in division. There's issues. They stink. If you're a Yankees fan, listen to the show. I would highly recommend apologizing to everyone you talk to at the beginning of the year and repent <laughs> and hope to make the wild card. Listen. Thank you. <laughs> Lou's hatred of the Yankees is my favorite. My favorite. There's nothing I don't think you hate. I don't think I've seen you hate something more than the Yankees. The thing that's the most amazing about the Yankees to me is that Aaron Judge is like their... Josh Allen's not even close, Jay. I hate the Yankees so much more than Josh Allen. The, The thing about the Yankees is like their star players, Aaron Judge, and like you would think Yankees fans would like fully embrace him... They'd be collecting all of his stuff. Like, I don't even know many Aaron Judge super collector Yankee fans. Like, the guy's, like, old. He's he's going to be wrapped up, like, sooner rather than later. Like, I, I just don't understand what yeah, they're I'm, shooting for. I'm a, I'm a Yankee fan. My first true... Uh, You're a pinstripes guy. I'm a pinstripes guy. I'm yeah. a 90s kid. Yeah. I'm a Derek Jeter on the wall. Yeah. I New York, New, York New Jersey in, in the 90s. Baseball. I remember my teammates would get pissed. Because I only wanted to play shortstop and I only wanted to ground the ball and flex. Do the throw? Give it the throw. And everyone's like, just stop doing the throw. But that was my play. I'm a Yankees guy. Aaron Judge. You, you either win in New York or you're not a Yankee. You either win or you lose. That's <laughs> Jay, those guys. Agree. What are you saying, Jay? So that's it on the Yanks. That's where I'm at on the Yanks. But we all are still an upstanding franchise. We still matter more than anyone else. And the fact that matters, we're a little cold at the moment. That's all. We're a little cold. The Yankees are like the royal family. The, the Yankees are the royal family of sports. Listen, do not ever compare Yankees and Notre Dame. Okay? Very Notre similar Dame is the to the biggest <laughs> farce of a franchise or whatever you want to call them. Um, Let's go oh. next. Facebook questions. Wait, no. Brian, did you ever find a Manti Teo card? Because I saw you were looking. No, I wanted an exquisite RPA. Just like a one, like, I remember when he was crazy good senior year, like, 
I can't yeah. stand them. <laughs> like star. And I was like, I want an exquisite RPA. You just can't find them. <clears throat> so I was looking for one the other are, day. Are, I they, watch are they out there at all? There haven't been any on eBay since like April or something. I mean, they always blast them sold for like Crazy. 20 bucks, but. It's interesting. It's a cool one to collect. Obviously, like, not cool, but like interesting one to collect given the situation and all that stuff. And I thought there'd be a little bit more Manti Teo chatter last week based on like everything coming out, but. It's crazy. Anyway. So much TV. There's so much to watch. We were, so much Reggie and I were scrolling through the other day, like Netflix or Hulu or something, when we were uh, looking for that. And I saw like a documentary cut came up. I was scrolling through the docs and noticed one that said was talking about like Jeremy Lin and Lin's sanity. And Reg is like, oh, you know, I don't know anything about that. And I'm like, boy, did you miss it? That was a crazy story. It was like 30 that days of like... Dude made a name for himself. I remember well. And you guys are Knicks fans, so you really got to see it. It was the best. It was absolute insanity. So, just how that's what like the Tao is cool. It's like it's not expensive now, but like I remember when it happened and when it was a big deal and just kind of cool as a card collector. Like I would like it. I mean, maybe one day I'll get a Jeremy Lin. I just, I remember when it was a big deal. It took the card world by storm, took the world by storm. Um, But just kind of cool to like remember stuff like that. Deadspin, Deadspin. Yeah, that's a that's a cool way to like PC as just like a sports fan in general is like random big moments. Like what's Ty's guy from what's it called? Like that's a cool guy to collect. You know what I mean? Just for whatever reason. You're talking about the, Christian, the soccer Christian Erickson? Yeah, like that's a moment in time for like sports. Yeah. Like if you just want to be a sports fan, you just grab a nice Christian Erickson, you know? That so I my I think Randy Moss and Randy Johnson, maybe I just like the name Randy. But I think those two. My babysitter's name was Randy when I was growing are up. Are like just legend, 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 legend. I agree. That's it's. Me, a good Randy call. Moss was the most dominant receiver I've seen play. Fair. Yeah. I mean, but... he just couldn't be stopped many times. Yeah, like, the I... only time he really got stopped was when, when the quarterback wasn't like delivering. Remember when he went to New England and just like completely changed his career? That was wild. <laughs> yeah, I think that's something. That kind of unlocks something in my head of like maybe I just want to collect like cool moments. Doesn't matter if it's my team Memories, necessarily. That's what it's all about yeah. storytelling. That's what collecting. That's why it's beautiful, yeah. and why people are crazy when they don't believe that people are going to be collecting digital assets because at the end of the day, it's just memories. It's all you're collecting. Uh, you're right. You know, like I paid eight bucks for this stupid thing, but guess what? Bought it in Denmark with my family when we were there. Reminds me of Christmas. These are called Hoptimists. Big product. What is? It's a big product. <laughs> it is. Go, go on eBay. Look up Hoptimists. It's like a bobblehead, kind of. It's a little. It's a bobblehead, but it's supposed to make you happy and optimistic. Let's go. Facebook questions. All right. Cards Across America says uh, since the NFL season is uh, pitching wedge away. Why doesn't the hobby value wide receivers, DBs, O-line, running backs like QBs? I understand the QB is the most uh, most valuable position out of them all, but will we ever see a value shift? Most underrated hobby podcast in the game. Respect. Cards Across America. Shout out. I think that for the upper echelon players, there is long-term. We've talked about Jerry Rice. I think Randy Moss. Deion Sanders. Barry. Oh, Troy Palomalu. That's a good one. When I think about this, Troy, Troy Palomalu was was it. J.J. Watt. Long term, I think that 
it plays, but QBs are just it's, – it's a reason why in every year, in every draft, top five, top ten, everyone's just doing one thing. Jockey for your quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, it's the most important position needed to win. Um, you saw Joe Burrow did get sacked, what, 51 times or something like crazy? Um, but I think the big thing is, like, I don't know necessarily it's safe to say that, like, those guys don't sell. Like, Jamar Chase rookie auto sell for 250 to $350 for, like, Obsidian jersey autos. That's more than, like, I, w- I don't know what a Randy Moss rookie auto from Press Pass does, but I would imagine that's relatively similar in price for the second best receiver to ever play football comp- that probably doesn't have more than, I mean, I'd love to know how many rookie autos Randy Moss has. 50? Probably not a lot. 50, yeah. I mean, that seems like that was probably high back then. I don't even know if it is 50. Jamar Chase is in, yeah. there's 50 football products a year. I know that. So, And Jamar Chase has a number that a 199, 99, 50, 25, 10, 5, 101. And there's probably four different 101s. Like, Jamar Chase has a lot of cards, sells for a lot of money. Like, uh, I'm not sure everybody sells like Jamar Chase does. I understand that Hunter Renfro doesn't sell like Jamar Chase does, but like... <laughs> You're just not going to see that $50,000 Jamar Chase RPAs like you would on Trey Lance NT. Like I saw the one the other day that $57,000 for Trey Lance out of 49.95. Yeah. But I don't think it's fair to say that they don't sell. But until like they're the most important person on the entire football team, it's just hard to expect that they're going to sell that, sell that way. Yeah, I think historically... Wide receiver, running back, DB um, have been like the most like commoditized positions in the NFL. Like they're constantly switching guys in and out. But actually something like you you saying Chase made me think of it too. Like something that's happened in the last couple of years where like these guys have ascended like famous wise. Like I think in a world where these guys are doing like the pivot, I am athlete, guys are in like destroying vlogs, they're getting like 3 million views in 24 hours. Like they're becoming much more famous. And I think that obviously comes with the price increases. But I do think you're right where it'll be like the top 1% of the top 1% of the league every year, position player wise, that sells for real cash. Otherwise, it's very uh, like stock markety, like up and down with cheaper, lower, lower value stuff. Uh, Jeremy says, what does it take for an NBA player to be hyped in the hobby? Why is players like Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins underhyped? And, and do you think they will ever grow in value? I don't know. They're underhyped because they've been around for too long. I don't know. By I don't know if Jordan right? Poole is underhyped. That man sells for a lot. I mean, Prism Silver's a Jordan Poole sell for hundreds of dollars. Like, I don't know. Like, where where's the upside I think in, in the that? context of the question, where my head went is like, the NBA, as every year goes by, is far more like a superstar-driven league. And when you think about Jordan Poole and Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins, the honest truth is that at this moment, both of them are pieces on a championship team. They're not even one of the three biggest stars on a championship team. And Andrew Wiggins went that way from being a number one draft pick and a superstar on a team and bounced out of that role. You're going to see Jordan Poole probably take a big contract, go somewhere, little uh, Zach Levine type approach. But currently, neither of those guys are even a second fiddle on a championship winning (laughs) team. Andrew Wiggins had a real finals run, but truth of the matter is he went away 
from being a face of a franchise superstar player. And that's what people care about in the NBA. Yeah, superstars. Yep, agreed. You're 100% right. Superstar-driven league, whether you like it or not. Jordan Poole sells well for what he is. Correct. And he's going to likely give it a go and look to take a deal and be a face or a number two. And if he pulls that off, that will take him potentially into that next don't you think next fear. Jordan Poole's like the guy that like Utah brings in after they clear out everybody? Seems like a like similar role to like Bradley Beal, CJ McCollum, kind of that yep. second fiddle, exactly second right. fiddle all star that's really good and can do things well, but just doesn't. He's not the number one guy and isn't going to sell like the number one guy. Yeah, correct. And that's the beauty of sports. Like we'll see what happens, but based on what's happening, I feel like that's the prevailing sentiment on that guy. Merle says, since there's only 337 days until the national, should we all get all of our cards priced now? Premature. No, we got interest rates switching up between now and then. We've got a lot of product coming. We've got Christmas. You know, it is a fun game, though. I do like the game of like, you look at like prices you had six months ago. That's great. When you it's a fun game, and it's a real reality check. It's nice to like get that right in your face when you're getting ready to sell. Oh, yeah. so you understand what you're about to walk into. That's a fun game. I do like the occasional like, hey, check on the price of this, you know. But for nationals, that's a little aggressive. Dan says, at what point, if at all, do you dual grade pack pulled auto cards? Is it better to have a PSA ten with no auto grade than a PSA ten and say an eight or nine auto, or maybe it doesn't matter? He said, well. He, he did ask Tyler if you'd, he's a uh, Minnesota guy, asked if he'd be seeing you for the whiteout this year. Interesting. Uh, it's better to have a PSA 10 with no auto grade than a PSA 10 with a 6, 7, 8, 9 auto grade. Like, as a, for investment purposes, right? Collection's different. You do whatever you want. That's a personal preference. If if I was trying to resell a card and get maximum value, would I rather have a PSA 10 with a 9 auto or just a PSA 10? I'd much rather have just a PSA 10. The 9 doesn't add anything. It only takes away something. It doesn't, it, it's not perfect, so it's not adding something. I hate auto grades. Interesting. I think they are, I get, I get their place, right? In terms of like, if there's an auto that's super streaky. If there's whatever, I just feel like people abuse the auto grade thing and they try to use it to like hide the grade of their card is kind of my whenever I hear people talking about auto grades, that's primarily what they're talking about. So for me, I've always kind of shied away from it, but agreed. I may be at the whiteout 50 50. Let's get into play of the week. Jay says we got a little bit more than usual this week. We've got seven. All right. So this is uh, Queen City Breaks says. Uh, this type of play is among my favorites. At a car show in April, I found someone who had about 150 Pete Alonzo Bowman first papers. They were selling for about $1 to $4 at the time, and I made a deal to buy all 150 for a dollar a card. Was able to get a lot of them out on eBay for $250 to $3 per card over the entire season with more in the tank. 250% or more on the return, having sold 90 for the 150 Respect. Takes a little, t- Respect. Takes a little time, but Guys like money to be made for doing the work. This is a classic play. Shout out to my dad. This is my dad's number one play. He was buying Bowman paper cards for like 10 cents each, three cents each, and selling them for like 50 cents each, 75 cents each, like two years ago. He was. I remember. This is a classic move. I was with Lou's dad at the Jets game last night, by the way. Was he being good? Yeah, we were hanging. All right, good. Uh, Yeah. Love the play. Great play. 
He might want to come to Columbus. We'll see. Oh, Columbus? Yeah. All right, next play, Jay. Uh, Cornfield Collects. Oh, we were just talking about this. So we went to a card show Saturday and got there first thing in the morning. A vendor had a sign saying 20% off this case. We had this Jamar Chase auto for $200 in it. Offered him $120 and he took it. After leaving the show, we went to a trade night and I sold the card for $355. Not bad for a six-hour flip. Thanks for all the info. Couldn't have done it without you guys. Six-hour flip? What a play. Jamar Chase auto? Right on right on cue with uh, Jamar Chase. Literally talked about Jamar Chase Obsidian RPAs and this is not a patch auto, but here we go. I like his auto. That's a clean one. Little number one. Definitely better than uh, some of the rookies these days. That's for sure. All right, next one. Oh, yeah, stud. Jamar Chase is... It's crazy. Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson are two of the best five receivers in the NFL, and they're on the same college football team with Joe Burrow. That's like a top five college team of Mm -hmm. all time, right? They're really good. Yeah, it's a good team. Next, Jay. Wow. Holy cow. Mm -hmm. Uh, Courtside King on IG. It had my first card show back in April this year. I was getting ready to leave when I came across a Luca rookie light blue at a two ninety nine. They had a price of like seven or eight hundred bucks. Couldn't remember. I asked him if I could see it, and when I turned it around, I realized it was jersey number seventy seven of two ninety nine. I'm not sure if he was aware of it, if it was jersey number or not, but I didn't say anything. I asked what the lowest he could do, and he gave me an offer of six hundred. I told him I'd have interest in it, and I'd be back after trying to sell some things. I came back and asked him if he could go any lower, and he said best he would do is five fifty. I said deal. Didn't really have any plans on selling it, but last week I decided to post it for way more than I paid, 1500 bucks. Posted it super late at night and wasn't even listed for probably eight hours when somebody snagged it for full price. Made 750 bucks after fees. Now I think I undervalued this beautiful rookie Luka Doncic jersey number. Probably won't ever come across anything like that. Jersey number is a play. We've talked about it before. It's a play. People want it. There's one jersey nice. number out of however many numbered. Um... I mean, there's not always jersey number, right? If this card is out of 25, there wouldn't be a jersey number. So, yes, right? Only a few of them in the product for like someone like Luca, right? I think it's a, it's a play and it's definitely, there's a, there's a market out there. People collect jersey numbered stuff. Yeah, I feel like if, if you come across a jersey numbered card, it's almost immediately like takes it up another notch in terms of if you're willing to purchase it or not. Just yeah, because 100%. there will always be a market for I think that's one of my favorite plays is like going through a dollar box or a three dollar box and finding like a Drew Bledsoe, like 11 of 100 jersey number that I'm like, this card's worth the three dollar price tag, but I'm going to go on eBay and stick it up for nine ninety nine and it's going to get clicked and I'm going to make five bucks and I'm going to move on like that. That is a place like again, like because it's not a super expensive card, right? Drew Bledsoe is just an example, but a Drew Bledsoe 11 of 100. There's a good amount of Drew Bledsoe collectors out there. Let's say there's 25 of them, right? one person would buy a Drew Bledsoe jersey number card for $10, right? So just, again, you're not making a million dollars, but in time, just three into 10. So hmm. kind of a cool play. Love the jersey number play. Love it. Love the play. All right, next one. Oh, this is a play. Last Saturday, I was at a card show when I saw this AJ Hawk Donner's Threads Letterman out of 100 in a card show. I remember Ryan mentioning one of his videos to look out for these. AJ Hawk was also a pretty good player. Ohio State legend and is part of Pat McAfee's show. With all this in mind, I asked how much he's, how much the seller wanted, and he said 30 bucks, but came out of 20. I bought it and listed it a few days later. After getting a lot of views and watchers, it sold for $69.97. After fees, I made 41 bucks. So yeah, I talk a lot about uh, the Letterman. 
always people looking for lettermen for completing the player's nameplate, com- com- uh, completing custom nameplates. Like somebody's always looking for letters, so think they're uh, they're a sneaky play when you can get them for a few bucks. Like I just think there's again, it's one of those things you might not have interest in an AJ Hawk letter A, but somebody if you're trying to you know create the AJ Hawk, if you're trying to create Ohio like. Ohio State, whatever it may be, you might have use for this letter, and I think people are always looking for him. So, but AJ Hawk's not a bad guy. He does sell well. The Pat McAfee is an interesting piece of this. Packers are a top five selling NFL team. Ohio State, yeah, Ohio State, Super Bowl champion for the Green Bay uh, Ohio State, like he was an yeah, a legend at Ohio State, Guy's and he's still relevant Big today with, on Pat McAfee. Like, AJ Hawk's not yeah. the worst guy. In the, I mean, this isn't an AJ Hawk pump, but I'm like, there's a reason AJ Hawk sells for a few bucks. It's not a quarter card. Yeah, I guess he's actually sneaky, like, needs to get more respect for his whole career and, like, where he stands as a human right now. Most Big Ten players don't get the respect. That's a good point. Fair. He also absolutely rips cigars on that show every day. It's unbelievable. All right, next one. Oh, wow. Uh, Case Hits Reed. He said, I don't see many hockey submissions on here, so hoping I'll be able to represent. Late May, I was browsing eBay for some of my PC and noticed this available for auction. A clear-cut exclusives Jake Ottinger PSA 9 Pop 1. The title was missing exclusive, which is a big mistake for this card. There's a normal clear-cut version and the clear-cut exclusive version, which is an SSP non-serial numbered, rumored to have a print run somewhere between 5 and 8. Knowing some comps of other goalies, clear-cut exclusives, I kept an eye out for the auction and won it for $471 after shipping. Knowing the high gloss had attended over $2,000, I knew this was a steal and a great piece to the collection. As he is not my main PC, I had it up on eBay just in case someone would give me a good offer on it so that I could parlay that profit into my main PC. But on August 16th, after someone after some back and forth with a buyer, I agreed on 900 shipped, cleared about 800 after shipping and fees, and put all of that in uh, all of that sale directly into my main PC for a 101 Spectrum Future Watch Auto of Jason Robertson. Who he PCs as per his account name. Makes sense. Wait, how did he get to 800 if he bought it for 471 No, he said he cleared $800 on the, on the sale. $900 after fees and shipping. So $900 is the sale price. Then he had fees yeah. and shipping. So he's, he cleared $800. Oh, he cleared about $800. Yeah, so he didn't make he $800. Made like $329. So yeah, $329. Yeah. That's great. Smart. I feel like hockey also doesn't have, obviously doesn't have as many eyes on it. So if you know those little intricacies, like the exclusives and all that stuff, you have room to make some you know, moves. Big 10 football media deal was bigger than the NHL media deal. That was crazy. Big 10 football is a bigger sport as per media rights than the NHL. Than the NHL. Yep. Yep. And you see them talking about paying the players too? It's going to get very interesting. There's nothing on earth I would rather watch. No sport than college football. None. The champions. It's a good take. Nothing in it's the world. It's not a bad take. Like, I think a Saturday afternoon Indiana, like, Purdue game like, is more interesting the fall than, like, most things. Vibes. The fall vibes. College foots. Maybe you play a little halftime side yard football. Maybe there's a dip in the oven. Maybe it's getting dark out kind of early. Uh, there's just nothing in... Maybe it's still Saturday and you still have Sunday. This is why I'm excited for you guys to come to Columbus and Rutgers is a 3.30 game. There's not much I enjoy more 
than Ohio Stadium in the fall. Like October, it's fall weather. You got jeans and an Ohio State hoodie on. Like you're with 107, 105,000 of your closest friends. Ohio State's playing. Like uh, uh, good vibes. That's 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 near the top of the list. This kid just loves Ohio State. Right, you I'm know, excited. like. I grew up going to Penn State games my whole life. Like, I went to Penn State. Like, I love it. Yeah, I get it. Like, you know what it's like, right? And, uh, and this isn't only a Big Ten thing, you know, we get the fall. I need to get down to some SEC. I need to get to a Georgia. Can we get a. Do you want to come to Georgia with me? I'm going. Georgia, Georgia, who's Georgia play? Who's the big game? Um, I think so. Again, shout out to my dad. We were just talking about this. We're trying to decide between i know we have to go so i'll go fast um we were trying to decide between um auburn which was october 8th penn state plays auburn this year uh vanderbilt which is october 15th which i don't know i'm gonna go to anymore and then florida uh is at florida on october 29th but i wanted to go to georgia so i was thinking auburn it's kind of where we were leaning it's just a week after yeah, the columbus sucks. thing which is fine october 8th already a bad trial i mean London card show, yeah, F1. Yeah, October's locked. Boys in Columbus. I'm going like, to Columbus, and I'm going to London. Yeah. We could talk about November, too. It's an option. Think, yeah, but November is when Ohio State's got I think you know, when we need Ohio game. State. November, they play Tennessee. Tennessee game would be fire. I would, wouldn't mind going to one of those. Uh, I'm not an cool. SEC guy. I hate the SEC. But SEC tailgating would be We can get tickets. I just know that Next they play. care about football just as much as I do, and I respect that. Align. Yep. Next play. Yep. Oh man, Jay picked the longest ones this week, man. These are books. CD, uh, CDs? Guy complains and then is like, no, I want to do it. Chris says, <laughs> no, just shout out to Jay, man. Uh, so I'm a lifelong Jets fan ugh, uh, who has gotten back into collecting since the pandemic. I mainly collect Jets legends like Kurt Mar- Curtis Martin and Darrell Revis for my PC, but I wanted to take more of a risk on a new rookie like Elijah Moore and Zach Wilson. Well, in March, I came across a Zach Wilson mosaic Genesis on Twitter. It was raw for 380 bucks. This was much cheaper than the other rookie QBs, and I knew it was underpriced. The condition looked good, and I took the chance, knowing I could submit it to PSA once I got it. After submitting its PSA economy for 50 bucks, it came back at 10. I was thrilled to have the card and potentially hold it throughout the season and see where it goes. Well, this plan all changed when I got orders to Japan. I am an officer in the Marine Corps, and I wasn't going to sell it in Japan. So I went on Twitter and within two hours had an offer of 750 Took it immediately, and I was very happy with my $320 profit. Took the money and used it to get tickets for the Jets opening day against the Ravens. For Love the that. last time, I'll get to see them play for at least three years. Wow. Chris, shoot me a DM. So when you're at the game, we can meet up. Shout out to Chris for his service, man. Yeah. First and foremost. You don't think Zach's hot in Japan, Chris? What's up, bro? Yeah, but man, puts a lot of things into into perspective when he's like, this will be the last time I get to see them play for three years, right? Yeah, it's crazy. So. I actually think yeah. I saw this card that he's talking about. On and Twitter? I on it and I'm ups- yeah, yeah, I'm upset that, it was a P- that it's a PSA 10. Yikes. <laughs> yeah it's tough i actually was like nah it's like most you know how i am a mosaic i was like nah like i don't think i want it i'm upset but good job take the quick money go to the make sure you're at the opening day game for a huge joe flacco revenge game against the ravens and (laughs) away we go shout out to chris all right next play play the week sub uh this is from kj cares with two s's on ig i bought a trevor lawrence 2021 national rookie at a 50 the one with a knockoff kaboom design Bought a raw from a shop in April for seventy bucks, fifty dollars grade, which means one fifty all in with shipping and insurance. Sold on August 
21st for $1,000. I netted $865 with eBay selling and promotion fees, 550% plus return. Outside of the standard raw grade, then sell play. The real play is seasonality, like buying sports and like buying shorts in the winter <laughs> from Indiana, but spent a summer in Astoria, Queens. So that's got to get me at least half PPR from Lou and Tyler. Respect. That is half PPR. It is. That half, is yeah, for sure. That's like, I mean, Indiana is like a football throw away from Ohio. I mean, like there's no, P- there's no half point PPR there. I mean, KJ just. Yeah, but what about the Hoosiers? The Hoosiers are pretty yeah, classic. Come on. Don't disrespect Indiana. It stands on its own. It's definitely better than true New Jersey. State. No, it's not. Yeah, absolutely it is. Whatever. Um, I like to play. Kind of just ruined my whole vibe. For yeah, the one day I'll learn. One day I'll learn. Oh, I love it. One love day I'll learn. People come here. They don't come to Columbus. So mm. That's pretty much all it comes down Correct. to. Indiana is better than NJ is a worse take than Mons. It's close, but I like Indiana and the people of Indiana, so I won't say that. Uh, we should review the plays. All right, go back to him. Proper play review. It's a pretty good week. It's a decent week. It was a good week. I like the AJ. It's tough. Mine's exactly. It's simple. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna I'm going to go with the Zach Sunday. play. Well. Like, he's going to the Jets game. It's a Zach play. He's going to go for the first. Yeah, he'll be at the tailgate. Last for time sure. in three years. I do like the Stars play a lot. I think that's a sneaky play with the hockey. I like the Bowman paper because that's an all-time play. Uh, no, the Luca play like the, the other the play. The Luca play, it's the jersey number. Place. I mean, there's an Ohio State Packers, Pat McAfee type play with a letter. I, you guys know I, that's like, yeah. uh, I'm in on that. But I'm I'm going to go with the Zach play. Clean sweep. I'm going to go with the Zach play as well. I think there's something, I think there's something to be said for people who submit to the show should be upset with Jay for like, kind of like packing the week sometimes, you know? It was exactly. <laughs> Submitted PSA economy. Yeah, Chris. Sold it before the season. Boom. Smart. Yeah, well, Good yeah. Job, I mean, Chris. I sure you DM me, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 really good. Good. Yikes. All right. Uh, latest launch this week. Shout out to Chris for winning Play of the Week. But we do have latest launch. The big one. The last, to my understanding, to my understanding, the last football product with Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, Davis Mills, Jamar Chase, and others as rookies is 2021 select football. And it comes out the day this podcast drops on Wednesday. And then we are officially in 2022 product season and there will be no more 2021 football. Uh, This will be the last product of the year for 2021. Found a way to sink that one in for the first time. Let's go. Let's go. You know, just in time. Right under the gun. Yeah, just in time. So XRCs are live. Ripped a few boxes of select FOTL. Uh, hit a Patriots RPA in the first box, and it was Ramondre Stevenson. Yikes. Ripped a oh. second box and hit the wrong Viking. Kinu Nwongwu. Catch auto. Hit a Kenny Pickett XRC, but then Pack. Pickett XRC is good. He's going to start. It's all bum. <laughs> I don't know. Pac Pac Man hit me up, right? Pac Man cards. Yep. It's like, hey Ryan, do you have an extra box you can sell? I'm like, yeah, not a problem, man. Like, Ryan's a good dude. Sold him a box out of my out of what I got. Out of the Percy stash. Out of the Percy stash. Okay. Trevor Lawrence RPA out of 23. Oh burial. an absolute burial in the face. In your face. <laughs> hey, I gotta run. I gotta take this. Bye everybody. Bye guys. Bye. That's a wrap on card talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. 
It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.